Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hello and welcome to the following on podcast, uh, Sam Ellard alongside the man who was once the number one wicket taker in the world for two whole years, the Double Ashes England winner, Steve Harmison. And we are doing this on the back of India, thumping Pakistan by seven wickets. Pakistan batted first and what they did, Pakistan things, didn't they? Collapsing from 155 for two to 191 all out, losing eight wickets. For just sixty, uh, for just thirty-six runs, six batsmen in the middle and lower order in single-figure scores. In reply, India winning by seven wickets and with just under twenty overs remaining. Rohit Sharma leading from the front again, uh, making eighty-six runs. So India have three wins from three. Pakistan lose for the first time in this World Cup. We'll be looking back on that game and also we're going to be previewing England versus Afghanistan on the following on podcast with Talksport. Hi, Harvey. How are we, Samuel? We're, we're underwhelmed. I was looking yeah. forward to India-Pakistan. I felt like this World Cup, it needed a, a close finish, maybe some drama, maybe some needle, just something maybe to to really kick this competition to, to life. And, you know, 155 for two, you're thinking, wow, Pakistan going uh, to get a competitive score here. But they did Pakistan things. And in the end, Harmy, I mean, goodness me, that was one of the more uh, simple run chases for India. Yeah, absolutely. I think when you when you look at it, I was asked before the tournament, what will this ICC World Cup be remembered for? And I said India versus Pakistan, 130,000. Yeah, Modi Stadium um, in Ahmedabad. This was going to be you know, this, not only so many people inside the stadium, but the world watching. Um, and it's it fell flat in its face, didn't it? Largely down to the brilliance of India. Um, they won a good toss. I didn't think the pitch was that good. Um, it was okay for the new ball. I thought it was poor after about 20 overs. Um, and I thought India 
India had game changers. They've got game changers in it. I just wonder, India fans, what do you think? Have they gone too hard too early? You know, can you can you go too hard too early? You know, with the confidence that comes with it, it is a long tournament. You know, if you if you just breeze what through the tournament, mean, no, Harmony. I mean, have they gone too? What what, what are you supposed to? Are you supposed to lose the game early? I don't really understand that logic. No, but if you if it's like if you get the, what would worry you for me with with sort of India is at this minute in time you something like Jasper Bumrah who's just come back from a, a decent layoff not really been tested has he he's bowled nicely he's bowled ten overs he's bowled eight overs he's bowled seven overs today you know he'd be bowled fantastically well Rohit Sharma's batted nicely but the middle order really haven't had much of a hit mm. so then all of a sudden you get against an England an England who are on fire then bang you've got a chance of seeing what the the players who haven't had much game time have a go. We've seen New Zealand yesterday. Um, Tom Latham didn't come out to bat. Glenn Phillips needed a game. He needed some time in the middle when Game Williamson's went off. So uh, you look at the India side, they haven't really been tested yet. And we've seen in tournaments in the past, thinking Champions Trophy uh, in England, when we when we had the we had the commentary rights on TalkSport 2, yeah, the the knockout stage that, that sort of blew up that made some strange decisions after breezing the tournament. Even in mm. this year, in March, February, March, we've seen in the World T20, India playing some unbelievable cricket, get to Adelaide, had a complete brain fade, blocked 170, which was never going to be enough, largely down to the fact that not many of their big players had you know much time in the middle because they played so well. So that would be my concern a little bit for India, that they're playing so well that they're not being tested. And when they are tested, what have they got to come back with? Um, so that's my only concern from India. But it, it's India's to lose this tournament. Um, I, I'm so disappointed with Pakistan. But I thought on the, on a whole, it was a good toss to win. They got 150 for two. And I'm thinking 320, 315, 320. But as the pitch deteriorated, I think in the mindset of Pakistan, they were thinking 320. And I think that brought their downfall. And I thought as the closer they were getting to sort of, you know, 155, 160, they felt as though they were getting further behind the run rate, had to then do something. And all of a sudden, like you said in the intro, a ridiculous collapse, 36 runs for eight wickets, couldn't stem the tide and game was over. And, you know, forget their body language, forget how they're bold. You know, 191's not anywhere near enough against a, a fantastic side like India. So... The game changed with Bumra and um, the wicket of uh, Babar Azam. Mohamed um, Shuraj was a, it was a good ball, but Babar didn't really play it as well. Shot, as wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a great shot. So it wasn't like it wasn't like the ball that Bumra bowled to Rizwan. That you'll see that ball again, time after time after time. It was a fantastic bit of ball and an execution yeah. of slow ball. Completely deceived the batter. It was it was a peach. Now. If that was against Baba, you would say that's the game changer. That's where they won it, getting their best player out. But Baba, more, I wouldn't say he give his wicket away. It was just a poor execution of his shot. But it shows you that it shows you that Bumrah got man of the match. Where the match was Jasper Bumrah. He got two for nineteen off, off, um, off seven overs. It wasn't Robert Sharma's eighty-six off sixty-three. So yeah, you could see why the you know they, they give the player the match because the game changed in that. Six over, seven over period, and Jasper Bumrah came back on, really squeezed Pakistan, and didn't really have any punches to throw back at them. Harmi, is this the problem with Pakistan? Certainly in my lifetime, or 
my years off of watching cricket, which has obviously been a lot less than yours, that it feels like we always go into major tournaments and we've got England, India, Australia, normally as the, the three favourites, depending on, on, on where it is. But always people go, oh, Pakistan, they could be the dark horses. If they get it right, they've got a chance. And it always feels as if, Harmi, that um, this a uh, collapse like this, whether it's with the bat or whether they throw it away in the field, it's always possible, isn't it, with Pakistan? It always seems to happen to them more often than other teams. Is that the biggest problem with Pakistan? That, yeah, clearly on paper, they've got some seriously talented players. But in terms of putting it together for a six, seven-week tournament, they just haven't been consistent enough or able to do that, have they, in recent years? They haven't in recent years, but this tournament helps them because one loss doesn't really make a huge amount of difference. They can they can get over this loss. Mickey Arthur will be saying that right now. We had one defeat. We'll put it to side. You know, you look at where England went against New Zealand and then all of a sudden England didn't turn up against New Zealand and went out the next game, got 360 and and all of a sudden the road shows back on, on track. So... I, I I get what you're saying where the the history yeah. of Pakistan. I don't just mean with this with the one performance that Harmi, but do, do, do you think this team, when you look yeah. at this team, do they've got it in them to to over the next six weeks be good enough, be consistent enough? Yeah, I think they have. I think they've got some fantastic cricketers. You know, Rizwan and Baba Razam at the in the middle. Um I'm intrigued to see if they get Fakir Zaman at the top of the order because he is somebody who who destroys power players and how can they get him in? He's not in great form. He's been a bit injured. Um, he gives them a, a blistering start. They seem to have getting off the slow starts. Mm. So that might be the game plan they've got. I'm not. I'm not so sure. Um, but that's somebody I'd, I'd look at. Look, it was a. It's a blip. They played India in the biggest stage. You know, the, the biggest stage. I met a bat in front of a hundred thousand Indians. It was always going to be a challenge for Pakistan. No matter they're, they're human beings. And the human element, I think we saw, you know, the pressure really put on in that middle period in the in the first innings. And the second innings, just I'm not saying you write the second innings off, but Shane Shah, Freedy, Harris Ralph, and Hassan Ali have got to come out and get four wickets in a power play. They really have for them to stand any chance. They've got to get four wickets in a power play. They didn't. Sharma, Robert Sharma, Shubman Gill came out with an intent which was if we get 80 games over. In, in the first 10 overs. And to be honest, they surpassed that. And, you know, Virat came out here for you and Sarah Iyer looked in good touch. So, you know, India India are the team to beat. It is India's to lose. I just worry that they might have gone too hard too early. Um, and not being challenged, not being tested will be difficult. Could that come back to haunt them further down the line? Pakistan have got Australia to play next. <laughs> I think that's a good game. I think it's a good game for them. I think it's a What's really good game. game. That's going to be harming. It is. It's like it's a good game for them because it's against the big boy, but it's not against the powerhouse as in the way they're performing. So Australia at this minute in time are not performing like Australia would do if it was in Australia, if it was in the Caribbean, if it was in South Africa, or it was in in England. Hmm. The problem that it, the Australians have got at this minute in time is they're playing at venues which take spin, and Australia haven't got a spin bowler, and they can't play spin. So that is not a great combination, not, that is it, Homie? Not a great combination at this minute in time. And I'm not, I'm not an Englishman having a go at Australians. I'm just, you know, I had, I said that right at the very start of the tournament. Australia wouldn't finish in the top four because they had two games in Lucknow, two games in Chennai. Both play, both places spin, and Adam Zampa is not good enough to be a frontline spin bowler in twenty or in when he has to bowl ten in fifty over cricket. 
and their ability to play and manipulate spin other than Steve Smith and possibly Marnus, who aren't sort of really fast free-scoring players, all of a sudden, I don't think that's a great combination. So I never thought Australia would be a threat in this tournament. And that's why it might be a good game for Pakistan now to play against Australia. It is against a big team, but aren't playing to the big team that you, the way that you'd expect. Um, we move on to, to Sunday, Harmi. Um, England play their third game of the tournament against Afghanistan. It's a half-nine start UK time. This is um, on the back of a good victory against Bangladesh, uh, which obviously was needed after a tough... Uh, a disappointing opening game with uh, with New Zealand, where we lost quite quite comfortably. Um, where do you think England are at, Harmy, in terms of our um, our early progress in, in trying to get into the top four? And in terms of the team, um, potentially there could be some changes. Wokes might miss out. I think he he missed training today. He didn't feel particularly well. Um, and also the possibility to well of, of of maybe Ben Stokes coming back in. Yeah, I think Ben needs to play. I think they need to get Ben into the team quickly. Um, not that I think he has to play every game from now on. Um, there was a blip against New Zealand. They've, England have shown over the course of even the build-up to, to 2019, they had some shockers. They had some really shocking performances. And then the next game they went and got 400. The next game they went and blew the team away. They're very, very good, this group. From an experience point of view, are just parking disappointment, moving it on, and let's get to the next game, as well as getting massive scores, winning comfortably. Let's put that to one side, move on to the next game. So from that point of view, I'd never had a problem that first game. They just didn't perform. You have that, unfortunately, in sport. Um, interesting problem that England have got is trying to keep their players fit. You've got to get Stokes into the game. So he has to come back in, probably expensive Brook. Then you've got to try and match and marry and match your fast bowlers to make sure that they're getting enough overs under their belt because... Mark Wood had a uh, troubling time against New Zealand. And you could see he was just short of a game. He was, you know, he bowled three competitive overs since the Ashes. So you could see he was short of a game. He bowled quickly. He bowled aggressively. Lines weren't the greatest against New Zealand. But then once he would have, for having that competitive game and for having that disappointing start, all of a sudden he was better for it going into the next game, which is great. And he bowled beautifully the other night against Bangladesh. He really bowled fantastically well. He bowled quickly, bowled aggressive into length. His, le his lanes were brilliant. Um, and he, he bowled nicely. He got his due rewards at the end because he could have had more wickets than, than he did. Reese Topley's another one. Come in. You know, how do you, Matt, how do you get Reese Topley to the final? That's what England have got to be said. How do I get Mark Wood and Reese Topley to the final? Because you've got to think, I'm getting to the final. That's the message in the England dressing room. Josh Butler, Matthew Mott has got to be thinking, we are going to get to the final. We are going to win this competition. We are going to get to the final. Now, our asset bowlers, how do we get them there? And you plan a roadmap of, a, accordingly. Because I'd be amazed if Reese Topley and Mark Wood are still, still playing. Their, their injury records tell you that there is a bump in the road every now and again. So you have to get them managed. So for me, when it comes to it, maybe it is a game where Mark Wood misses out, even though... He hasn't played a lot of competitive cricket, but we know he can start basically from ball one, bang, after a, a decent layoff. Topley's a little bit different. I think he probably needs probably he probably needs to play more games, but bowl less overs. So if there isn't a position to get him out to play him and he bowls six overs and you look as though you're going to win the game, you don't try and you don't try and flog the horse. You just make sure that he's got time on his feet, miles in his legs from a fielding point of view. 
but the impact is not there and you basically get the best overs out of him when you need him. Um, so that, for me, I think that's probably the balance that England are trying to find. Wokes sounds as though he's just poorly, so that's that's yeah. not a bad not a bad thing because, you know, a couple of days rest, get some liquids into him, he'll be fine. If he doesn't play this week, he'll definitely play the week after. And that'll be a good chance to get David Willey again in cricket. So I think all in all, it's a good it's a good game for England to have, like we just mentioned in Pakistan. Pakistan have got a good game because against Australia and a big boy who's not playing well. England are going to play against Afghanistan, one of the lesser teams who could cause them trouble and squeeze them if they don't get enough runs on the board. Um, if it, uh, I'm sorry, if Afghanistan get runs on the board with the spin bowlers they've got, if England bat second, but I think with with England's power with their ball and the two obviously the two spin options that England have got, I think England are going to be too strong for for Afghanistan, and it, it's a good game for England to get. Cool, good stuff, Army. Um, so yeah, again today, um, India beating Pakistan. Um, look, India were the favourites, weren't they, Army, going into this tournament? You mentioned they're at the top, and you you make some good points about maybe them sort of. You know they've had some easy games, haven't they? Early on in this competition, could that come back to sort of to sort of haunt them? Do you still see this being India's tournament though to lose, or has there been anyone else? Maybe I'm just going to mention one team you haven't mentioned yet, but they've started with, um, you know, 100% record so far. South Africa, um, is there is this maybe India's to lose, or could there be a an outsider that could maybe surprise a few people, whether that's South Africa or or maybe New Zealand? Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some well less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs, no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss the following on podcast is proudly sponsored by barbados tourism if your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket then i have some excellent news the icc men's cricket t20 world cup final is being hosted in barbados this june which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year to make the most of your trip you can also experience Eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visit Barbados dot org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan. I don't think New Zealand are a surprise package anymore. They are six, no, six finals, semi-finals in the last however many years of ICC events. They're not. The only, the only thing that's going to potentially hamper, hamper New Zealand is, is Kieran Williamson's just, 
being ruled out for the for the foreseeable future, possibly getting getting back for the back end of the tournament. That could then that could bring South Africa into play and finish in top four um, for me because of the way they've gone. They're the surprise package um, of of the tournament so far and how well they've batted. Um, Kigisa Rabada is a you know an unbelievable option with the ball. Nagidi looks fit. Yeah, Lungi Nagidi looks fit. He's he's always he's a big lad, but he's 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 always looked sort of heavier than than what he is now. He looks fit. He looks strong. He's bowled a lot in India because he's played a lot of IPO with Chennai Super Kings. So, yeah, Lungi Nagidi looks as though he's not just that four over bowler. He looks as though he's the ten over bowler, and he's probably taking the you know, the responsibility of of losing on Rick Nokia. and that is a bonus for um for South Africa and the two spin bowlers. Um, again, the other night, Maharaj, he bowled 10 overs for 30 against Australia. I think that tells you everything. I'm not saying Maharaj is not a good bowler, but he's a finger spinner and he was allowed to bowl 10 overs for 30. So I think that tells you where Australia is at and the confidence that South Africa is at at this minute in time. But that, you, you look at, I still think it's, it's, it's India's to lose. England will run them close if they keep everybody fit. Um, and India have got a nice run of games coming up. They've got Bangladesh then New Zealand, and then England. And it's if they keep this train going and the bullet train is flying and the player, the way they're playing and blow everybody away like they're going, all of a sudden they blow Bangladesh away, they beat New Zealand, they beat England. They'll be then in the semi-final with three games to go. And then the mindset changes a little bit. Do they start protecting people? Do they start reining it in a little bit? Do they make sure that everybody's getting a bat and a bowl? And if that happens, then the mindset sometimes when you take your foot off the pedal, it's very difficult to put it back on. And that for me is a little bit of the concern that I spoke about at the start of this show. So yeah, I, I still think India will India's India will have to make an absolute monumental blow up, whether it be team selection or mentality going into a game for them to lose this World Cup the way they're playing now. We'll leave it there. Okay. You're a good man. Thank you very much for your time. Uh, all the reaction to England, Afghanistan with Steve Harmison and John Norman on the following on podcast. Harmony, have a good night. Have a good weekend. And let's hope England make it uh, their second victory in this World Cup campaign when they beat Afghanistan. But the news from the World Cup today on this Saturday afternoon is that India, they made it three wins from three. They beat in Pakistan by seven wickets. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket 
today.